Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Is, um, Sesame and Carta. Okay, um, what does that mean? I don't know, it's just, um, you know, Sesame, you know. Oh, oh Sesame. Sesame and Carda. Okay. I just came up with it. It's kind of a cool name. If you think about it. Sesame and Carda, it kind of has a... I like it. Yeah. It does. I just took the idea from Sesame, you know, Sesame Street. And then um, I was thinking of... Because you mentioned Wikipedia just a minute ago. And then that made me remember Encarta. Do you remember Encarta? Yeah. Yeah, which was pretty much like the first Wikipedia, essentially. Um... But it was like a software, like it yeah. wasn't a website, like a CD, and you put it in your computer, and it came with all these cool, cool articles with like you know animation and like sound files. It was pretty much Wikipedia before Wikipedia existed. Yes, um, but yeah. So from now on, um, mainly because I was thinking earlier, I was like, you know, like, like some of the stuff I say in these episodes are really weird. Like, hopefully. Nobody's going to use that against me, so I'm, I'm just going to change my name to now. So now you're going to have to go edit every. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back and edit every episode, and anytime yeah. I say the name Matt, I got to replace it with Sesame. Or Stephanie Cardo, you know, which depending on yeah. the context. But, uh, yeah, so from now on, it's, it's going to be Sesame and Cardo. So that's, that's what you're going to hear. That's what it is. All right, I'm just going to refer to you as Matt. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Okay, so today on the show, um, we are traveling down the world of holiday films again. And uh, checking out the ABC Family 2007 film, Holiday in Handcuffs. Hmm. which was written by Sarah Ensley and directed by Ron Underwood, hmm. who also directed City Slickers. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I read. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ron Underwood here has directed... He directed Tremors. Okay, yeah. He directed City Slickers, Heart okay. and Souls, Speechless, Mighty mm-hmm. Joe Young, The Adventures okay. of Pluto Nash, a movie called In the Mix. And then for TV, he's directed Stealing Sinatra, Back When We Were Grown Ups, Santa Baby, the Year Without a Santa Claus, 
Holiday in Handcuffs, Santa Baby 2, Christmas Maybe, <laughs> and a movie called Deck the Halls. Yeah. I've seen about half of these movies. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> Me too. Mighty Joe Young. Yeah. Tremors, obviously. We, we did, what, what was, we did, was it Tremors 2? Which one did we review? Was it? We did. Um, I don't think we've ever released it because I think there was an <laughs> audio issue with it, unfortunately. So we might have to recover it again. But yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. But anyways, the uh, yeah. So so Ron Underwood, he's uh, sixty eight years old. Anyways, um, so <laughs> <laughs> this movie stars um, Melissa Joan Hart, Mario Lopez, Marky Post, Timothy Bottoms, June Lockhart. Kyle Howard and um, Vanessa Lee Evigan, who we will know from Christmas Mail. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, among others. <laughs> so um, yeah, what happens in this movie here, Matt? <laughs> oh, first, first off, before we get into that, what did you think of this movie? <laughs> um. It wasn't too bad, actually. It was all right. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it wasn't like great, but it was uh, it was relatively easy to to get through. I guess you know, didn't feel like it was dragging on. You know. Yeah, I mean i I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, but it has the weirdest, wildest concept. It's it's such a for a weird, um, what's the word uh, package? I guess because for ABC Family, like this could have been like a like a dark comedy if it was like released in theaters, you know? Yeah, like if but, there was a little bit more polishing on the script, it could have been. It could have been like I don't know, a really decent movie. Right, so they had to like kind of like dumb it down for ABC Family, so it just comes off as like really really hokey but at the same time like a really serious type of situation so it's just like you you mix that all, all that up and you just get like this weird again very fever dreamish type of movie um yeah it's interesting i mean it, there's a lot of things with a holiday that you gotta kind of like suspend you know your disbelief and stuff you know what i mean it's just I think a lot of holiday movies are like that, you know, even our, uh, you know, classics like It's a Wonderful Life and things of that nature, you know, and Christmas Story yeah. and yeah. Christmas Vacation and everything. <laughs> you kind of got to suspend your disbelief about things because things kind of go crazy in all those movies. You know what I mean? Especially Christmas Vacation. I mean, yeah, that movie is such a good. I mean, speaking oh, of a kidnapping, we got a great kidnapping in that movie. But um, the uh, we, we do. Man, I was watching it last week. <laughs> man, that movie still holds up every year. Um, you know, I always think you know, you know, this is going to be the year where it's irrelevant and it never happens ever. Like it's no. just uh, it's like a universal humor almost. You know, um, <clears throat> but but Christmas Vacation too is. Do we do we cover that or we tried to but it was just so terrible we couldn't even watch it. Uh, we we have not covered it yet. Um, we uh, I don't think we could find a good copy of it, so that was the problem. 
I rented it once. I could not even finish it. I, yeah. I watched like maybe a half hour of it. It was just so bad. But may, maybe you know if we can like put like a piece of wood between our teeth and just bite down and get through it. You know, I don't know. But like, um, we'll know, cover it like one it. day. Yeah, because one but, day um, one day we'll run out of movies and we'll have to cover it. Um, so. <laughs> No, we're just not really going to run out of movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's like billions of them. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, this is, you know, this has Mario Lopez, or, you know, the Pez, as nobody but me calls him for right now. Um, you know, the Pez, you know, I, I love I love him and everything he's been in, you know. Yeah. You know I, um, I mean, obviously, Say by the Bell, um, Say by the Bell. Say by the Bell, but you know he's. He, oh, don't I forget, Say by the Bell, the college years. Oh, of course not. And um, and like the, the Say by the Bell movies, um, the Peacock uh, reboot of Saved by the Bell. Yeah, <laughs> but but he's such a cool dude. I know. Like, I don't know why he didn't get into like. I mean, he, he was he was on one of those talk show things for a while. Oh, he but, still uh, is. Okay. Yeah, he still hosts. Um, so. I don't know what extra or one of those. So, no, he's got some weird views on trans people and stuff like that. But like, man, I just, I just, I, I love like the way he looks, the way he sounds, you know. And cool. um, and and his views on trans people actually, he came out and said that what he was saying was misquoted, and he actually doesn't believe that at all. So, oh, okay. Well, so plus, yeah. I mean, he's currently on a television show that he produces, which is co-produced by a trans actress. Okay. Well. I'm not saying the whole, you know, thing, but he actually has come out in support of trans people. Okay. So, you know, people make mistakes yeah. and say things that they regret. So I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt with that, where he's at least been apologetic, unlike other people like <clears throat> David yeah. Bell. Um, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like I was trying to. Like, no, I know it's someone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> their view. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you must change your opinion or I'm not going to like you're acting anymore or yeah. you know, something like that, you know, no, like, you know, what stands still stands, you know, like if you does good, good work, the work doesn't automatically become bad. You yeah. Know, I mean, um, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, Kevin Spacey's a horrible person, but you know, <laughs> he's a great actor. So it's like, <laughs> no, I know. Uh, yeah. Like American beauty, you know, all yeah. K-Packs, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> K-Packs is not that good. <laughs> but, Pay it forward. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> the, um... So, so what happens here in this, uh... In this movie here, Matt? <clears throat> well, like all great movies, the beginning starts in the middle of the actual plot of the movie... Um, so we see, uh, we see, we see Melissa Joan Hart, it's like driving really slow in her like kind of really old beat up car and Mario in, in the Pez, um, uh, his name is David in the movie. Uh, he's like, he's walking, you know, it's really cold out. She's just like, you know, it's 20, you've been walking for 1.5 miles and you know, the next gas station's 20 miles away. So what do you say? You just get back in the car and, you know, we'll, we'll go back home and make some hot chocolate or whatever and then he you know reluctantly gets in the car because his his only other option is freezing to death so already we see a power dynamics you know you know power imbalance going on right here between her and him 
because uh, he's exposed to the elements and the freezing cold weather, and she's you know in a warm car, and you know she holds all the cards in the, uh, <clears throat> in the relationship, and so then we go into like a voiceover thing, and she's saying, "I'm not crazy. I'm the furthest thing from crazy, but I wouldn't kidnap this random dude at a, a at a restaurant that I work at." And that's not a crazy thing to do, like I guess for not reasons. at all. And no, no, not. no. So she's she's a daughter of rich parents, and she lives like in a really cool city apartment, even though she works as a waitress, as like a, a not even like a good restaurant, just like a diner type place, like not really. And somehow she can afford, you know, that city apartment with that job, which probably means her parents are actually the ones paying for her rent, or at the very least supplementing her rent. But, yeah. you know, she's complaining about how she lives in a, a dingy apartment. I'm like, mm, really? Because uh, your apartment actually looks pretty big, and it's in the city. I mean, so... it, it's, like, it's like four times the size of my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hardwood floors, all that cool stuff, you know. I, I, I see this a lot in movies like this, though, too. It's like yeah, I'll work at some crappy job, and like you see their apartment, and it's like humongous. I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking well, about? You, you look at like, things like fr- like like friends, like those people yeah. on Friends. Like you know, it's like you've got a waitress and uh <laughs> and and uh and and a chef living in this like huge apartment, and yeah. you've got like an actor and. Whatever the fuck Chandler Bing does, living in an apartment that's pretty decent sized too in New York City, you know, it's like what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, the only the only people that actually had like good jobs that paid well were Chandler and uh, Ross. Like that was it. Like yeah, because you know Ross was like a professor, wasn't even like mm-hmm. um, you know Chandler worked in some kind of office kind of you know place or whatever. He was kind of like a higher up, somewhat manager type level type. Yeah, everyone else, they're like, yeah, actor, you know, gets occasional work here and there. Uh, yeah. You know, um, Phoebe, who pretty much, you know, I, I don't know, I don't actually don't even know what Phoebe did for money. Um, uh, no, she was a massage therapist. That's, yeah. Uh, again, that doesn't really pay much, you know, especially. So, yeah, so she lives, like, in this really cool apartment, and she, um, her parents are like dogging her to like go to this job interview that her dad set up, who's like from like their old neighbor or something, like a sales sales job for some some kind of company, and uh, she's just taking it just to you know get them off her back, and they're like giving her pointers like make sure you wear this dress and do your hair and blah 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 all this kind of stuff, and she's like, did you tell them? Mr. I forgot what his name was um, Roy something or um, I forgot um, yeah that you know I don't have any sales experience and he's like oh no you, you do have sales experience with, with the lemonade stand and she's like I was like 10 years old dad so her mom you know typical controlling behavior you know She's actually make causes the thing to happen that she fears will happen by distracting her daughter, which then causes the thing she feared to happen to actually happen. So we have a lot of that going on in the movie. So she said, don't forget about your hair. Well, she had, you know, curls in her hair that whole time while she was 
talking to her mom and was getting distracted. So then it like made her hair like super, super curly and just looked kind of weird. Yeah, like her. a really bad perm. But yeah. It just looked weird. Plus the pink dress she was wearing. And it just, it was, that was supposed to be like the Christmas dress. Because her mom was like super, super controlling. Like, like the, the party has to start exactly at 6 p.m. for cocktails. So like the whole party is planned. Like each part of the party is planned too. Like not just when it begins and ends, but, but what activity goes on at this exact time, like super, super like controlling slash organized, yeah. unquote, but controlling. And uh, so she, um, she, yeah, she goes to, you know, drive to the interview. Um, she ends up letting this guy um, cut in front of her. But since um, he was turning left, technically she's the one that quote caused the accident because whatever. Yeah, yeah so and, and of, course, her. of course you have these, like, you know, asshole men calling her a bitch and stuff. And, yeah, so it's like... Yeah, I mean, 2007, was, this is before the great the great wave of, of feminism going on yeah. <laughs> in, um, <laughs> in our current, current media culture. Where you have, you have a movie where you have one positive female character and people's head explode. But anyway, we already <laughs> talked about that before. Yeah. yeah we, don't, we don't need to get back into that. No. <laughs> so she... Uh, so she she's late because she she quote caused an accident, which legally technically is true from the, the the rules of driving, whatever, fine. And then um, she's uh, she tries to get into the interview, but the the guy, you know, already moved on to the next candidate. You know, he's not going to see her. So then, so then like you know, she did the whole thing where she tries to escape the the secretary slash manager or whatever to get in the interview, and she's like pounding on the window and she says something very suspicious where she's like, I made way more money than all those other girls on the streets. It's like, mm, <laughs> mm, it's weird. But <laughs> uh, she was talking is, uh, about the lemonade stand. So <laughs> I know, but the implication, cause they make a lot of innuendos oh, in I this know. movie for a family movie, ABC family. There's like, yeah, I, I found at least like seven or eight, uh, like almost in your face, like in your end of yeah. <laughs> So that's what well, sets up stuff, right? So she doesn't get the job interview. She goes to work. She's like kind of all broody and stuff like that. She's talking to her super, super, super attractive friend who also works at the diner. And, um, and then Mario, the, the Pez, the Pez shows up around, around there. Well, first um, before, before that, before that yeah, her boyfriend ahead. Nick, who she is supposed to be taking to the uh, to the family thing, who is a complete douchebag, which I don't understand why somebody that seems nice like uh, Trudy here, that's uh, Melissa Joan Hart's character's name, would even date to begin with. He's like a typical, looks like a like a Wall Street sort of douchebag, you know, a Gordon Gecko wannabe, yeah. you know. And um, <laughs> he uh, he basically comes and tells her, he's like, yeah, uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go, you know, you know, like basically like, uh, fuck you, you know, sort of thing. And then uh, and then she says, <laughs> she says, well, if you don't go, then we're through. And he's just like, OK, whatever, you know, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's what this whole thing was about. <laughs> yeah. I just always find it, I mean, I know, I mean, I've been in some bad relationships in my life, too, but, in most people have, but 
it's just so funny in these movies where you see somebody that, you know, you're just like, why was this girl even attracted to this guy? <laughs> just, yeah, I know. I mean, I guess he's a good looking guy, but the thing is, it's just like, I don't know why she would have dated him in the first place. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Billy Vane look alike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, uh, so then, um, while this is happening, um, David Martin, played by Mario Lopez, is a random customer at the restaurant, um, who is taking his, uh, who's meeting his girlfriend there to propose to her. Um, there's also a old antique gun there <laughs> at the restaurant that the owner owned from some like Indian revolution. The war of like, what did they say? 1857 or, yeah, something, or something. Yeah. Why do we have that? Was there any reason? Like, he... Maybe it was like a family heirloom or something. I don't know. You know, Oh, I see. but yeah, um, <laughs> It's just, but he had that at the restaurant, so she uses that, and she uh, she doesn't want to go to her family thing without a boyfriend, without her boyfriend Nick, that is, and so <laughs> um, she ends up uh, kidnapping um, the Pez, and um, <laughs> but um, now I now I really want to. I really want a uh, like an AC Slater Pez dispenser. Yes, the Pez, the Pez dispenser. <laughs> That's the literal Pez dispenser. Yeah, because it's yes, awesome. If if they don't make those yet, they really should. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a Mario Lopez dispenser. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. Yes. Um, so the um, the uh, so so Trudy uh, kidnaps David using that antique gun, mm-hmm. and um, she uh, basically like blindfolds him, knocks him. Out. He slips on the ice outside when he's trying to escape from her. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm still trying to figure out because they didn't really show how she got him in the car. She must have just pulled him. Yeah, because Mario Lopez isn't some like lightweight guy. I'm just like, <laughs> no, she must have like pulled him from his arms, like yeah, in like and just hoisted him up. Probably took a while, but you think that people would have saw that at some point? Yeah, you know, someone's putting up a, a body, uh, like a a unmoving body. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But uh, a anyways, they they uh they're they're driving and he's like blindfolded with a scarf and tied to the tied to the car using like I think her her like nylons or something. God. And um the uh, <clears throat> So wow. She's running out of gas on the way to the family party. And uh, he wakes up, of course, and 
They stop at this gas station where there's this weird perverted guy working there. <laughs> An old man. Um, yeah, he, uh, she, uh, he sees the guy in the car tied up and everything. And then he ends up giving her some, uh, you know, some, some free handcuffs. <laughs> that just ha- happened to have in the store. Because apparently, I don't know about like, you, but every gas station carryout I've ever been to in my life <laughs> has had sex toys. Yeah, especially one that's like in the middle of nowhere, like in the country. You know, you see that all the time, right? Yeah. Um, to be fair to that guy, though, his perversion perversions weren't really triggered until she started saying all the well, new yeah. shit. So. So I'll, I'll give him that much. Yes, the guy, he de- definitely has some issues, but he was keeping him at bay until she just like shoved it in his face. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> we're a really wild weekend. We're gonna, we, you know, tie each other up. I mean, you know, so she's like, she's like provoking, you know, the the beast within, you know. And uh, again, and, this is an ABC even, Family show. Exactly. And then she even implied <laughs> that she was gonna go and do the same thing to him. So it's like you can't can't blame him entirely for that situation yeah um you know because you got you got curly hair melissa joan hart 2007 era implying that you know she's gonna give the guy a night of his life i mean what are you gonna do you know um you know the same yeah so um anyways (laughs) the spook i know um yeah so so they they end up getting they go to the uh to the cabin that they're staying at for the weekend. And, uh, um, (laughs) she goes in first and tells the family that like, okay, Nick's going to act like I kidnapped him. (laughs) He thinks it's funny. He has a weird sense of humor, kind of like dad, you know, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, like if I, if I was like a observant parent, right away, I'd be like, no, there's something weird going on here. Like, she yeah. definitely kidnapped that, that guy. Like, nobody just says, like, okay, by the way, before he comes in here, I just want to let you know, this guy's, like, got anxiety, and then when he has, like, a panic attack, he talks about being kidnapped. Like, who, what? Like, who does? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's exactly how it was every time I met any of my ex-girlfriend's parents. I always just pretended that she was kidnapping me. I don't want to be here. My name's not Mike. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's really David. Uh, <laughs> kidnapped me with like a weird musket gun from like the Indian Civil War of 1857. Like what? <laughs> yep, like you do. And um, <laughs> so um, yeah, so 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 she committed a crime and kidnapped a guy. And um, <laughs> yeah, kidnapping. Yeah. Uh, the best way to start any relationship is to kidnap your partner. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> your ABC family. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so anyways, um, they, they're in this like a, a isolated log cabin miles away from anyone else. And, um, so they, they also have this thing where they don't, they they were for the weekend, which is a good thing. They they refuse to let people use their keys or their cell phones. So, uh, yeah. and they have somebody named the Keymaster, um, and uh, 
which sounds like uh, you know Dungeons and Dragons sort of thing or something. And um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. the keymaster. Yeah. <laughs> the um, so so Trudy is the keymaster for the weekend. So she hides all the cell phones and the and and the uh, keys and whatnot. And um, so David can't escape because of that. Um, basically, uh, <laughs> David is unable to escape. He does make several attempts to do so. Um, <laughs> he, he does at one point, um, during the, um, there's, uh, her, her brother, Jake played by Kyle Howard shows up, um, at the thing and he's, uh, he's got a cell phone. So there's that one point where um, he uh, <laughs> he so 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 he had to sleep in his clothes the night before, mm-hmm. and they say that oh he lost his luggage or forgot his luggage or whatever, and um, so he ends up wearing this whole like uh, '80s golf outfit from the dad, and it's kind of <laughs> tight on him, which uh. Which I thought was funny where the one point um Jake, uh, Kyle Howard's character says says Reaganomics, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> because it totally looked like something from the eighties, so I thought it was funny. Oh, I was wondering what that meant. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was funny in my opinion. Oh, um, my that was one of the better lines in the movie. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, there's a few ones in there. Plus I'm a huge Kyle Howard fan, so I thought that was cool that he's in this movie. So yeah. anyway, so um I liked him on the TV show The Boys or My Boys, not The Boys. I keep wanting to call it that, but My Boys, and um, yeah, <laughs> the boys, yeah, yeah, the My Boys, the My uh, Boys, yeah, <laughs> the whole different show, now. yeah. Which I really love that show, anyway. So, um, the uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the he uh. Oh, plus Kyle Howard is in a movie called um. Oh, what, what was it? It was like. Oh, it, it was a movie where these kids kidnapped their parents. Another kidnapping movie. <laughs> and, um, yeah, because their parents are fighting and they kidnap them. And it takes place in Defiance, Ohio. And a kid wears a Toledo Mudhens hat in one of the scenes. So I was, yeah. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> I remember seeing something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Jamie Lee Curtis was in it, I think. Um, yeah, I think I, I mean, I saw a movie. I don't know if it was that exact one. Yeah. I did. I do remember something going on with like a whole kidnapping situation. What's with all these kidnapping movies? I know. It's not. It's not like a lesser crime. Like it's a severe crime. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, it's not like you know a speeding ticket or. Like, Pretty sure it's a felony. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's not like just some willy nilly thing you can do. <laughs> So, um, the, um, anyways, uh, he, he, uh, anyways, um, Jake had a phone with him. So, uh, so David tries to get the phone from, um, I mean, borrows the phone from him because he had to get some clothes from, uh, from Jake because the clothes that he was wearing, he splits open the pants at one point And then the, uh, the, the, like, uh, drunk former actress, grandmother played by june lockhart um 
who people will know from the original Lost in Space and uh, Lassie. Um, <laughs> she, she, she's hilarious in the movie, actually. Um, but she, <laughs> she uh, like, when he splits and everything, she just, like, compares him to Paul Newman and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so again, like in my, in my like head well. canon, they definitely have sex in some part during the movie. Yeah, that's what um, I'm thinking. We, like, so also, this is weird. So we, we reviewed two Christmas movies that has the same actress in each one, and each one has an older, like, lascivious, how do you say that word? Lascivious, lascivious, whatever. Yeah. Um, older woman that's, like, like really, really, like, like into, like, the young guy. Like, yeah. Like, like almost like inappropriately so where it's like how old are you like and you still have that big of a sex drive at that age i mean like, that's, that's pretty impressive like like you know like there's never left you but i mean like, you blame her it's the pez man it's the pez it's the, so- pez. <laughs> it's the pez man i mean of course so anyway go ahead so 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 anyways he he, he calls his he calls um tries to call his uh girlfriend um and uh basically gets a hold of the family her family and stuff and basically lets them know that he was kidnapped so so we got that going on and then we got the subplot where uh the girlfriend is trying to figure out what happened and gets the cops involved and tries to find out where he is you know um that's barely because during the daytime and she finally went to the police station at night yeah (laughs) Well, she had some other stuff to do, man. I mean, come on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, boyfriend, fiance, you know, being kidnapped. Yeah. We'll just wait a few hours, you know. I mean, every time I have anybody in my family kidnapped or my friends, you know, <laughs> I take a little few hours just to let it sink in. You know, then I, I, I have dinner and then I um <clears throat> watch a movie or two and then I go and look for them. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You gotta be in the right place, mental yeah. space. <laughs> I mean, you watch like you know, you watch Holiday in Handcuffs a couple times, and then you go in. Um, <laughs> yeah. The um. So so so. Anyways, we got that subplot going on. Um, did you want to take a break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of this uh, wonderful film? Sure. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and 
even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. And we are back. Just like the Pez, we are back. And, um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> so anyways, um, at one point, they're <laughs> opening presents, and uh, this is, a, so, so basically, David eventually starts to see the pressure that Trudy is under. And um, that made her, you know, feel forced to kidnap him. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you we're, do. When we're all we're under pressure, you know, like, we just kidnap someone, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, I can't. You know, yeah, I can count on, you know, I, I, I can't really actually count on two hands the number of times that I kidnapped women and brought them home to my family. <laughs> right. Wait a second. I've never done that. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. If any of my ex-girlfriends say otherwise, they're lying. Whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Sarcasm, folks. Sarcasm. So, yeah. um, the, uh. <laughs> the, um. Wow. Yeah, joking, joking. Um, so, don't arrest me. Joking. Um, the. <laughs> The um, so so they're giving out presents at one point, and he had already seen like she had talked about how she was, you know, telling her telling him that you know she wanted to be an artist and that she was, you know, really good at her art. And they're giving out presents, and uh, the family is really trying to you know get her to be like a corporate you know employee of some sort, and you know, yeah, don't give in to your artistic you know desires and stuff. And, um, but he had seen, uh, a little, uh, portfolio of her work, you know, pictures of her work and, you know, he thought they were really great. And, um, he was, he's a, he wants to be an architect. So he's, you know, an artist too. So he kind of understands this. And, um, but he works as a, you know, vice president at some, you know, architecture company or something and not really, you know an architect. So, yeah. but anyways, back to the thing, they're giving out presents. And then eventually he defends her after she gets like this briefcase for a gift. And, um, he defends her about her uh, to, to the dad about her. So like, I've seen her art and it's great. And, you know, and it, you know, it's, it's, it's quirky, but it's got this like, you know, what blah, blah, blah. And he's talking about how great it is. And then he says, Oh, there's one more present. And then he, he proposes to her <laughs> with the uh, ring that he has. So, you know, he basically says that, you know, well, you know, might as well play it up because we're here, you know. And, yep. uh, you know, have the rest of the weekend seem great. So um, then they finally have Christmas dinner. And the holiday comes to an abrupt end when... Uh, Trudy's parents begin to fight. <laughs> and then her brother, Jake, announces that he's gay. And her sister, sister Katie, played by the beautiful Vanessa Lee Evan, Evigan, um, 
says that uh, she has quit law school and bought a Pilates studio with her parents' tuition money. <laughs> um, then the police arrive <laughs> and arrest the whole family, which I don't get. Which is weird. Yeah, I was thinking maybe they saw that they were all involved or something. Yeah. I don't know, but it's still kind of well. The grandma threatened to to kill the cops. When oh yeah, got she there. pulls out. She pulls out the uh, antique myself, I'm gun. Like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, this is interesting because you know, in 2021, if that was a black guy, they would have killed him. But anyway, so she had nice privilege, you know, going on there. Yeah. Um, seems like a lot of the characters have a lot of privilege going on when it comes to law enforcement. I mean. Um, Trudy's a lot of kidnap people, it's no big deal. Grandma's a lot of threatened murdering police officers, totally fine, awesome. Um, interesting, you know, stuff going on here. Um, perverted old men are, you know, allowed to like talk about. Oh, it reminded me when they went, when the mom said that she was out of virgin olive oil, yeah, so they had to go back to the gas station, and it was that same gas station where they got the 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 virgin olive oil yeah you know yeah there was a scene where uh the the dad and uh and david go to the go there to get the virgin olive oil and he's like he's like well what makes you know i want my he's like he's like extra virgin olive oil what makes it extra virgin (laughs) such a stupid joke yeah that i've probably made a million times myself but anyway so I know, it's fun. I mean, yeah. Well, the guy was like getting all weird. It's like, like, th- did she spank you? She do all these kind of naughty things to you? And the guy's like, and the peasant's like, what? What are you talking about? You know, and, and, like, you know, the guy was like trying to get off like vicariously through him, like tell yeah. me everything she did to you. You know, it's just like Whoa. in detail. Tell me now. And then, so then, the, so then, like, um, Trudy's dad shows up and. Like, he says something like, son, so then he thinks there's, like, some weird incest shit going on, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And then he's like, oh. <laughs> like, like, that's even, that's too much for me. Like, like Yeah. Know? ABC like, family. Um, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> must be why they had to change their name to Freeform later. But, um, anyways, though. <laughs> wow. The, um. <laughs> Because in a world where you can, you know, imply incest, you gotta have the channel called Freeform. Pretty much implied everything in this movie. <laughs> oh. oh god! Oh, plus too, there was that scene where where um, Katie was doing yoga. Yeah, and he was checking out. Mm-hmm. That was just that. That scene was literally not. The only reason for that scene was just to show off her body. Like that was literally yeah. the only point of that scene. Basically. Which I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that like that yeah. was the only. <laughs> it's the only reason. God, she is beautiful. Yeah, she is. Um, so, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm not trying to be like sexist here. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, objective fact. You know. If you're listening to this, <laughs> Vanessa Lee Evigan, Matt would like to date you. Anyway, so uh, the 